0: I'm Chris.
1: I'm also Chris.
0: And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FW
1: Podcast on all
0: your social medias. You can join the conversation anytime at 270-883-1617. We are ready to believe you.
1: You know, that's better than it has any right to be.
0: Fresh off the stage at the Capitol in historic downtown Bowling Green. Fresh off our live show. My buddy. My dude. My man. Uh, From the... uh, The crazy crowd that we had, I feel like I picked up something. One of our dirty listeners (laughs) brought something to the show because I've been fighting a sinus... I've been fighting... so I I honestly blame the the chilling wind and no jacket that I had. Um, And I thought I was going to be real smart and park, like, a block away so I would avoid the traffic of the downtown square. And instead, it just meant I had to walk... A block with no jacket in the bitter cold wind that picked up while we were on stage,
1: and down an alley, which yeah. was basically just you know pushing all that air through. Yeah, I I got my phone volume down. Yeah, I'm all the way down for the for the chat, so I don't have
0: to worry about. The weird feedback I get sometimes. Sometimes. Um, So yeah, I I, I feel like I caught something because I've been fighting off a sinus issue, so if I sound different, that's why. But I still remain, as the intro says, I remain Chris.
1: And I am still also Chris.
0: And... We are, as always and forever we remain the number one highest rated tn2m show and your favorite podcast's favorite podcast we are your friends with benefits buddy oh yeah buddy and i know i made a promise that i'm gonna have to delay a week but tell me what you're enjoying this week
1: uh, it's one I've had on the show before. It's the dogfish head beer to drink music to. Oh yeah, but it is one I, I greatly enjoy.
0: I'm I'm down. I like it. See, I promised on the on the Twitter feed. I promised a uh, beverage review this week, but I feel like with um, I feel like with my taste buds and my my sinuses being a bit off this week. I feel like it's not fair for me to review a beverage. So I will push that to next week because I feel, I feel as though I would be cheating the good people at the Mountain Dew corporation at PepsiCo. (laughs) uh, If I, if I review one of their fine seasonal offerings at less than one hundred percent, I feel like it's a disservice to me. It's a disservice to them, and I'm not going to be a part of it. So, I can appreciate that. I won't do it. Uh, so we'll we'll pick that up next week, and uh, I'll I'll hit that next week. Um, but, uh, whoo man, you can uh, you can check out if you haven't seen the live show yet. Uh, we had a bit of a. Uh, I feel like miscommunication and mishap. I don't know. uh, Because up until up until it happened, I thought we were on the same page (laughs) where the conversation was. Yeah. So here's what's going to happen is we're going to here was the plan. The plan was we were going to live stream the event to a burner page just a page that we have created that's literally just for live streams and stuff that we want to test out or stuff like that, that nobody is a fan of that, like that nobody knows about, like it's just a made up page. Right. And so that way we can stream it there. No one's going to see it. And then we can download it, give the link to the people who bought tickets and then, You know, save it for if we wanted to, like, put it on the Patreon or something else, you know, where we could have it just in the shoot. And so that was the plan. That was was. that was like, that's what we're going to do. And then we're sitting in the uh, in the luxurious and spacious uh, green room area, the the, the prep area right outside the Freddy Krueger basement. And
1: we got re- the Freddy Krueger basement. Yeah,
0: and we realize, oh shit! It, the, the live show is streaming to our page right now, with the countdown and everything. <laughs> and here comes dear friend of the show, and man
1: who made us look so much better than we yeah. deserve.
0: Have you gone back and looked at it yet? Like looked at the video? I
1: don't have a Facebook account.
0: Oh, that's true. Um. You, uh, you still can like with that link. You don't have to be oh, logged okay. in. You don't have to be logged in. You can you can uh, just go look at it. But like, will you send me the link? Yeah, yeah. He added like cool, cool, cool. text and all kinds of stuff. Like he added he had he was our entire multimedia crew, uh, dear friend of the show, uh, Tony Rose. Um, he 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 comes down and he's like, yeah. I just said fuck it. I'm just going to stream it to your guys' page. And I'm like, all right then. So uh, if you uh, bought a ticket. Solely for a copy, a stream copy, um, you know, thinking that it would be exclusive, uh, then go ahead and uh, message me um, or message us. I'll I'll refund you the five dollars that you paid, um, or you can well, just, we, you can just enjoy we, the the stream. I don't I don't know.
1: We, we can also, well, you know. know, we can do a make good yeah. for the people the people that bought tickets. So here's my suggestion. All right. Uh, I don't want you dipping into your own funds. Um, We want to support our listeners and the money went to a good cause. So the money all went to the theater again. It's not like we were pocketing any of your money. The money all went to the theater.
0: We made $0. It cost us money to go there.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) let's, let's do this. Yeah. If you bought a ticket in hopes of getting, Um, an exclusive thing for the live show we'll do, we'll send us a topic suggestion and we will, uh, take all the topic suggestions we get and we will come up with what we think is a fair choice and we will record an extra episode that will be sent out to only those people. Ooh,
0: yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, like, uh, we'll have everybody pick, um, like pick topics. And then what we'll do is we'll put them on the wheel. Oh yeah. And we'll do the spin wheel for it. Hell yes. So send us send us a bunch of topics, and then we will uh, we'll put them on the spinning wheel, and then we'll and it'll pick one, and we'll do it. It'll be great. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Um, no, that's, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, we'll do one that's special for those people um, as our way of showing support uh, for the people that showed support for us, and we did get feedback. I want everybody to know, uh, that we have heard from the venue and they, they were, uh, super pleased with the show. They were really excited about it. And, uh, they are, uh, already excited to have us back. Uh, and, uh, they are looking we're we're working together to come up with another, with a new date. So, uh, if you missed the first one and you want to see the next one, uh, we'll have another one coming up very, very soon. So, how cool is that?
1: It's pretty fucking cool, dude.
0: Obviously, we're doing something right. So, um, so we'll have some more, some more dates soon, and uh, at that, and then we'll have like a, we'll have a merch table set up. We'll have all kind of, like we'll, we'll have so much more next time. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be fun, and. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be fun on a bun. Everybody's going to have some fun. <laughs>
1: mandatory
0: we're having fun.
1: fun. Yes,
0: the mandatory fun tour. Um, wasn't that a Weird owl tour? We don't want to copy him. Yeah, the mandatory fun tour. Yeah, we won't copy him. We'll, we'll come up with another name for it. Um, I think the No Pants Party is pretty much what we're going to. If we rolling.
1: sell a hundred tickets to our next show, I'll do the show in a dress. Oh shit.
0: Oh oh, uh, well you <laughs> oh man. Uh that might be the, the the scary thing is is you know that if you put that out there in the universe, you're gonna manifest that to happen because Oh
1: yeah. I mean I'm gonna be the one to manifest it literally <laughs> anyway, so
0: that's true uh gosh what a oh dear, oh dear oh dear, oh dear, I don't even know where to start with that yeah we'll we'll figure out the gimmicks uh we'll have a bunch of gimmicks that we'll uh we'll put up for grabs at the next one that'll be that'll be uh, a fun that'll be an interesting. Also, Chris in a dress and whose butt you're going to see. I'm going to spin the wheel to figure it out. I don't know. It'll be a spin the wheel, make the deal. Uh, like the old coal miners glove match that makes no damn sense. Um, oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what I did not have fun with. And the only part of the uh, the live show that I did not enjoy was, and I, I blame, I don't blame the live show. I blame, like I said, I blame the weather is, uh, uh, picking up this, this sinus. I don't know. Like, I can't call it a sinus infection because it's not really an infection, Ugh, but it's like right before you get an infection, it's like the sinus sickness, the weather, you know, the weather related issues. And, uh, this has not been fun. And it, last week we talked about snow days. And, like, how much fun snow days were as a kid. And the things I'm learning now are, like, the things that I loved as, like, the highlights of of my childhood are now the things where, like, as an adult, I hate them. Like, snow days, like, like a ton of snow, I'm just like, before, like, now it's not so bad because I don't, like, my commute is from the couch to the table, so I don't have to get out in it. But, like... (laughs) That used to be the thing was, crap, like, if it snows a whole lot, I got to drive in this. and Or, like, you know, now I got to turn the heat up and it's going to cost me money. Like, as a kid, I'm just like, shit, yeah, I'm going to go outside and sled and do all this stuff. Like, I got no responsibilities. As an adult, snow days suck. Um, Sick days, I'm learning now, are pretty much the same. Because as a kid, you're like... I'm just gonna stay home from school. It's gonna be like Ferris Bueller. I'm gonna get to watch movies all day and just lay Price on the couch. Is right. Yes, I'm gonna get to do all this stuff. It's gonna be awesome. And as an adult, I'm like, I still gotta be at work because I can't afford to take a day off, and this sucks ass. And I hate it. So I just have to hope that my Zoom meetings don't require a camera to be on because they're gonna see that I look like hot ass rolled over and. I'm just not a fan of it. So uh, my, the thing that was super exciting was uh, I had a meeting yesterday that got pushed to Thursday. So I was real pumped and I had a meeting today where all I had to do was um, uh, I chimed in and I was just like, yeah, I don't know. Um, I thought, I thought so, but I might've been mistaken. And like, that was my only contribution. Thank goodness, because I don't know if I could have contributed much more than that um, because I, I felt pretty crappy yesterday, feel a little bit better today, but, uh, yeah, sick days as an adult, they're the worst because you have to weigh, uh, do I want to, you know, lose, like, like use sick time and, um, you know, not get paid or go to work and feel like, you know, shit warmed over. Like, what do I do? And there's
1: always the, like, especially if you get sick, because this happened to me in, uh, 2020, I got bronchitis in January. Uh,
0: I've, I feel like I remember that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got bronchitis in January and missed, um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of work. And I was like, cool. I get five sick days for the year. Yeah. Uh... Uh, I only used, I only used one and took the other two unpaid was like, I mean, I will probably need these more than, you know, three weeks after I get all my Christmas money. So when I'll actually need that money.
0: Yeah. And it's like, you know, we went, you don't realize that as a kid where you're like, there's so much, like, like there's, there's so much, uh, like, it, it's like Tetris or Jenga where you're, like, trying to make it all fit. And you're like, well, if I take a day here, then I know I'm going to need a day there. Like, I already know that there's at least, like, I, I have certain days that I'm like, I know I'm going to take that day off. And I know I'm going to take that day off. So you start subtracting from what you have. So you, like, you, you have a, a little balance of, like, okay, well, I know I can take a day here or take a day there. So then you have to really start to weigh them where you're like, do I really need a sick day today? Or can I, can I gut through it? Like, can I make it through so that I save my sick day for another day when I feel worse than this? But what if I don't feel worse than it? Like, it sucks, man. It's awful. Being an adult is the biggest trick. Oh, yeah, it's bullshit. It get, get, gets played on somebody because it sucks. And so I was like, well... See, I learned, uh, I I was mentally prepared today to go in to have two meetings and I said, I've got one early in the morning and I've got one after lunch and so I'm ready for it. I'm good. I'm ready to go. Like I'm mentally in that space and I checked and I had my first meeting, everything went fine and then I went to check my second meeting and I saw the, the, uh, it's a recurring meeting that I thought was every other week.
1: Yeah. But not it's no such luck.
0: But it's not every other week. It's once a month on the first Tuesday of the month. Which if you look at the calendar, today is not the first Tuesday of the month. Therefore the huh. meeting I thought I had, I did not have. So I was okay. Just a whole bunch of bullshit. Because I was like, I'm mentally prepared for this meeting. I'm in a spot. Wait, I don't need to have it. All right. I don't have a meeting today. I'm cool. So I didn't have to, like, hold myself together. I could, I could cough a little easier and not have to worry <laughs> about, like, looking disheveled and homeless on my Zoom camera. No, I suppose the normal. Well, I, 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 I do have to say that I, I enjoy, um, like, my first week when I started, uh, I tried really, really hard. Like, I wore a nice shirt every day. I made sure my hair was made. I, I was made up. Like, everything. Like I tried. I was, like, you know, best effort. I had my webcam on every single meeting. And by Tuesday, I realized that literally nobody has their webcams on. <laughs> and, like, for the rest of the week, I wrote it out. I was, like, I'm going to do just to be sure. I'm going to go through every meeting at least once. And yeah, like literally, so now it's like every day, it's like hoodie, pajama pants, hoodie, pajama pants. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't remember, I literally don't remember the last time, like the only times I turn my camera on is when it's like, it's a one-on-one meeting and Mm -hmm. my one-on-one meetings literally are like they're awesome. Next to never. Yeah, they're, they're they're like they're and they're super easy. They're like easy breezy, and we're done. And like I'm in a hoodie, and like no one cares because everybody else is in like a hoodie or a t-shirt or whatever. And they're just like cool. It's all good. But like my first week, everybody was like, "Yeah, we don't, we don't care about webcams or anything. Like, it does. It doesn't matter. Like yeah, you can they, if you want to, we- but don't worry about it."
1: Yeah, I asked like when I got my new job, there, and you know we have we have meetings three times a week, and she likes the webcam on. And I was like, so do I need to like put my hair up or like put on a? They're like, no. Why? And I don't know. I just didn't know if I needed to look prof- professional or not. And they're like, no, nah, don't worry about it.
0: Okay. They're like, no, we're not even going to try and pretend to be professional around here. No. Uh, no, I love it. I like the, I like the no pressure I like the no pressure like no situation. Oh, same. No pressure of, of, of having to put the webcam on because sometimes I'm going to be honest, like sometimes when my hair gets a little bit longer, it, like, I don't, I don't want to mess with it in the morning. Sometimes I don't want to. And then it, I go all day and it's still, it, it, it looks a mess. And I don't want to have to go and spend a little bit of time before the meeting in the bathroom trying to fix it. I'm not interested. And Or like today, when I feel like crap, like this whole week I've felt bad. And I don't want to have to, like, you know, make it look like I don't feel like crap. So, I can still listen. And, and, and you know, if I have to take notes or jot anything down or I participate, I, I do. But... I don't have that added pressure of uh, having someone look at me the whole time. I love it. I can't
1: think of anything funny to say. I was trying to think of something funny and moderately dirty to be like, yeah, don't look at me. Don't look at me. You son of a bitch. Don't look at me.
0: Don't make eye contact. It makes it weird. Like, It does. It makes it weird. Um, And so, no, I love it. Um, but yeah, I, so I started to think today, I was like, man, I'm like, because you also run that thing where I'm like, I don't feel great, but like, I don't feel bad enough that like, I need to take a sick day, but now it's easier for me when I'm, you know, team, team, uh, WFH, uh, that, I don't know, you're in the same boat where you're like, I, I don't feel guilty. Like I would feel guilty going to an office feeling like this. Like if I if I if I had an office job, I probably would have called out at least one day this week.
1: If you had an office job, I'd be the person sending you home. <laughs> like yeah, you know, like we we had to do that a few times, and it was like always really awkward. And you know, like my yeah. boss. I mean, I got sent home from work at my old job. Like I went in, and you know, I I live alone. I'd gotten ready for. Um, I'd gotten ready for work, drove to work, got out of my car, and it wasn't until I literally, like, walked in and was saying hey to my friend that was covering reception when I said, hey, t- oh, no. <laughs> and, I, like, realized I sounded like shit. So, I got um, so like, I got up to my office, and my boss was like, well, what do you have on your schedule today? I was like, I have this and this. And she was like, okay, so you're going to go to your office. You're going to reschedule those. And you're going to leave and not come back until you have a negative COVID test. I was like, well, shit. Okay.
0: You're going to leave and don't come back. And you're like, wait, what? Until you have a negative COVID test. Okay, cool. <laughs> as long as you add in that last part, it's okay.
1: Yeah. It was nice because on the days, on days like that, and we, you know, when we had to tell people that we at least did be, we were able to tell them be like, Hey, this is going to be covered by your COVID pay. So
0: Yeah. Remember when that was a thing? Is it still a thing? I don't even know.
1: Uh, it's a buy company decision, oh, but uh, that means, most of them are not. Yeah,
0: yeah. Then that means no. That's like that's like uh, when you ask when you have to go somewhere you don't want to go, and you ask your parents if you can get ice cream on the way back, and they say maybe. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Always means no. Yeah. So yeah, if, if you're if it's up to your employer, that means no. Yeah, um, it absolutely means no. But, uh, yeah, I, I feel, um, I feel more like, well, I can go to work and like, I can do my job and whatever. And like, there's no, um, like there's no decline in my job performance, but I would feel guilty about make the potentially making other people sick. But now there's nobody to get sick. So I'm cool with it. Like I'm cool with going and like doing my work and not have to take a sick day. Like, so, so it makes me, um, it makes me at work more because, you know, if if I was around, if I had other people in the office, I would be like, um, Oh, I better not. I better not because I don't want to, I don't want to make other people. I don't want to expose other people to this, uh, disgusting sinus thing that I've got. So, that I picked up from one of our dirty, unwashed listeners. I don't know, unconfirmed, <laughs> unconfirmed. I'm not going to say that for real. Um, I will tell you the one thing though. I'm going to tell you a fact about me that okay. I that I learned at at the show on Friday, and you're going to you're going to be disgusted by this fact. Okay because this is what I learned, is uh, if you blindfolded me, here's a sentence that you never thought that you would hear. If you blindfolded me, and you put a cup in front of me, and you poured a, a liquor into it, and you had me drink it, and you said, is thats that... Is that Tequila, rum, or you know, I, I could not tell it apart. I can't. I can't tell liquors apart from each other at this point. Really? Beer, I can. Like beer, I obviously I can do that. But like, I can't. I can't tell you what the different liquors taste like. Um, and I learned that right before we took the stage on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I, won't, I won't give away any more than that, but, uh, industry secrets. But, um, yeah, I, I realized that I, I can't tell, I can't tell them apart. So, uh, a bartender, I will never be. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a thing that I've, I've realized is that, um, all of these different, all of these different liquors, like, I don't, I don't know what they're supposed to taste like. And I don't know, like, like, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. If you, if you literally, like if you did, if you said it just a glass and you poured something into it and you were like, what is that? I would be like, I have no idea. Huh? So, you know, and it's not because I can't taste it cause it's not COVID, but I'm saying like the taste of it, like it, it does not resonate with me. Like, Oh, that's what that is.
1: see. I, I strongly disagree there. I
0: can't can't.
1: like me. Tequila far and away has the most like distinctive taste to me. Yeah. And it's terrible.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you could have told me, uh, that that was anything on Friday and I would have been like, cool i don't like it but it's it's interesting to know that's what it is because i have no idea and i would take your word for it um so yeah that that that's that's a a fact that i have learned about myself is that if you lined up if you did like the pepsi challenge but you did it with (laughs) liquor challenge yeah yeah if you if you did booze challenge like i could pick out like oh that's that's a beer of some kind, but like I couldn't pick out uh, anything else. I couldn't pick out um, uh, anything, and I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that says about me. Um, but if you if you lined up. Um, I couldn't, I could not, I literally, like if you lined up uh, seven cups and you oh, had, wow. you had brandy, gin, rum, tequila, vodka, and whiskey in it, I probably could get maybe two. Well, you'd die. Yeah. Well, if you just gave me like a taste of each one, like like a tiny little bit of each one and been like, what's that one? What's that one? What's that one? I would probably of those seven, I would probably get two. And I would Shit. get the rest of them wrong. I don't know. I just don't know what they're supposed to taste like. And I don't, like, like they don't. It's just, it's a weird thing about me. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, I, 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 you know, fact about me. If you want to <laughs> know, if you want to know of an interesting, I don't think it's that interesting. If you want to know a fact about me, it's that, uh, yeah, I can't. If you, yeah, if you gave me one and you said, which of the seven is this, I probably would not be able to get it. There's a five and seven mm. chance I would not get it. So, you know, it's not good odds for me. But,
1: uh, yeah. See, I, I can't understand that reasoning. <laughs> I don't it just doesn't make sense to you No, know,
0: it's not it's not necessarily reason. It's just like a fact. Of, it's just like I can't do it. Like I don't know why. Like like literally, like we were uh um like we were there and I I literally had I was like, I don't know what this is gonna taste like. I have no idea. And like if you if you were to pour me um and and i've had i've had all of those before but like i don't i can't like identify i can't tell them apart most of them is basically what i'm like i don't i don't know it's just a weird weird tick tick weird thing about me i don't know
1: crazy concept to me
0: yeah yeah i don't know um, but uh man i know there's uh I know there's something that you want to get off your chest this week. You've been raring to go talking about this. You've been chomping at the bit to uh, to talk about and tear down. Because, I don't know about you, but uh, a part of... And it wasn't just part of my sick days, but it was part of um, when I was a kid, and I would be able to watch them on TV. Uh, a big staple of TV, which was really weird, was the uh, the Siskel and Ebert movie review uh. shows. <laughs> and and uh, you know, because it made uh, it made people who went to go see movies and talk about movies cool like it made it, it made it seem like hey like it's cool to to have opinions about movies and talk about movies and you know you can have fun and interesting conversations about movies and somewhere along the way everybody thought they could be Siskel and Ebert yeah
1: or bullshit
0: or everybody just thought that they were Siskel and Ebert and movie reviews kind of became Uh, such a big part of some people that it's kind of how they define their personality, but, um, movie reviews have changed a lot and movie reviewers have changed a lot over the last decade, a less than that. And have kind of, their role has changed a lot. And so the question is, do we even need movie reviewers anymore? Or what role do they play? And how, like, like, do you, do you try, like, do you, wh- wh- how, how relevant are movie reviews and movie reviewers to you and your movie going experience in 2022?
1: So, One of the big things for me, and, you know, we discussed this on the show, I think, two weeks ago, is one of my huge things that I always do right after Christmas is my, you know, Blu-ray January. Um, So it kind of plays into that, but all I ever have a tendency to do is Google best horror movies of 2020, or for, you know, this past year was 2021, and I'll pick up a bunch of stuff that I hadn't um, hadn't heard of or, like, you know like I thought was on my radar and it dropped off. Basically I use it as a refresher or a reminder. I don't really like put a lot of stake into their interviews or their interviews, the reviews. And I don't ever go to just one site. I, I used to, but then the website stopped doing their top 19 of every year. So, um, I will just go and kind of compare, but like, I will blind by so many of these movies without looking at like rotten tomatoes or IMDB or anything like that, because you know, there's just a bunch of shit that like, I really enjoy that isn't well received, isn't well reviewed. Um, the, 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 one of the big ones for me for last year was, um, welcome to raccoon city, the new resident evil movie. Thought it was a ton of fun. Thought it had a bunch of like great throwbacks to the original like couple games um, it was a great setup and a great way to, like, build up from, you know, from the ground up towards a new franchise. And then another one was, did you ever see Underwater?
0: No. Stewart, no, Kristen I did Stewart, not. Uh,
1: apparently got slaughtered by critics and everything. I freaking loved it. Everyone, like, everyone that I, like, talked to, they were, like, it didn't review well. I was like, no, seriously, like, give it a shot. And like the three people I talked to about it all really enjoyed it as well. Um, but no, like overall they don't play a big part to me, uh, as someone who has been told he has a terrible taste in movies. Um, Same. it really doesn't. I mean, it, you know, people say that in this, in the way that it's like, I do kind of stick to one genre and I have a tendency to stick to the, not not even really stick to. It. I just really stick to horror
0: a lot, and yes, that includes. I'm, I'm just gonna. Sorry. I'm no. i I just want to jump in real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And say that if I if I say, like if I recommend a movie to somebody, it's because I feel like I know them well enough that, and I know them like that I know this movie is going to be something that they enjoy. So I'm gonna go ahead and and, and just say this on the record that if I ever, ever recommend a movie to somebody and their first reaction is well it didn't review well uh like uh, you're fucking dead to me
1: is that the last time you recommend yeah a movie to them?
0: yeah like i will never talk movies with you again if i recommend you a movie and your first thing is oh yeah that didn't review well well, guess what? This friendship isn't reviewing well for me either. <laughs> so it's fucking done. Like I am done. Like it is. It is like recommending a movie to somebody to me is like a homemade gift level of like it is a it is a I, I connected with this movie in a way that I think you will too. It's a very personalized statement for you to just blanket oh well well this this uh, you know a couple reviewers said that it wasn't good so i trust them over you no you go to hell and you will never get another review from me sorry go ahead <laughs> i just wanted to interject that real quick yeah, and I
1: mean, th- that's part of it is I also don't just go like blindly recommending movies to anyone who's listening. It's in-, in that very same vein. It's something that I think they'll enjoy or something that I think is in their wheelhouse or that specifically I knew that, you know, they did trust reviewers and things like that and they had a tendency to ignore some stuff and be like, no, like, Fuck the reviews. Check this out. Um, that's not to say I don't ever, like, agree with reviews. Because the week of Christmas, I'm scrolling through Instagram, I see that IGN gives uh, The Matrix Resurrections a 4 out of 10. Yeah, that's uh, pretty spot on, having watched <laughs> it.
0: Yeah. That's
1: that's pretty spot on.
0: Yeah, you uh, you were not very kind to that movie. Uh, no, no. um Uh, i'm kind of the same way like i uh, there was a time where movie reviews were like they 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 were a big part i I would look up reviews and i like the rotten tomato score mattered to me and, and stuff like that like i gotta figure out what people No, like at this point i'm like i'm gonna go if there's a movie that i'm interested in i'm gonna see it no matter what Mm -hmm. people say about it, whether it's good or bad or, you know, some reviewer liked it or didn't like it. Um, I, I think, uh, I sum it up perfectly every single time, uh, Jason X is on TV and I send a picture of the guide to you and I circle where it has the rotten tomato score at 11%. And I'm like, it's bullshit. Uh, because you know, here's, here's, the issue that I've got is that, you know, you've got people who will watch a movie and then will, uh, you know, break it apart and dissect just everything about it. And I'm just like, is it fun? Am I going to have fun while I watch it? Like we've talked about it before. Like when I, like I have, I have a lot of disagreeing opinions about a lot of movies because I will leave a theater and I'll just go, I had fun or I didn't have fun. And that's basically whether I like it or not. And I don't look for this deep intrinsic symbolism and like all this different stuff that, um, well, critically looking at the cinematography, this, uh, no, I'm like, I had fun watching this movie. This movie was pretty cool. Like, and maybe that makes me stupid. Maybe that makes me just super shallow when it comes to movies. But, like, I just want to go and have fun at a movie and be entertained for a little bit. And I don't need somebody breaking it down and telling me if I should or shouldn't like it. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure I can figure it out. Yeah. Uh,
1: I can tell me if I like that movie. Yeah. Oh, you don't like Jason X? Okay.
0: Like, good for you. But you're missing out on a really fun you know a movie going experience where it's frigging Jason in space in space. He's got a friggin exoskeleton and a freaking sweet silver mask like it's awesome. Like you're missing out and that's that's the thing that I that that disappoints me more than anything is it's like, I'll go to a movie and it'll be fun. And maybe it's not the greatest movie, but I'm like, there's a few parts that were like, that was pretty great. And like, I had a good time. And then I'll talk to somebody about it or I'll see a review about it. Or someone will post on Twitter or whatever. And they're like, uh, this movie just this, that what a disappointment, this, that the other, like for some stupid bullshit reason. And I'm like, yeah, you you miss the whole, like, point of it like you missed like like you were too busy you know uh dissecting everything and and pulling everything apart that you missed like the bigger picture of it and how it's just stupid fun like every movie isn't some artsy fartsy like super deep you know uh, meaning upon meaning upon meaning heavily layered project. Sometimes
1: Sometimes it's it's just Jason in space.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it's just like a stupid throwaway, goofy, fun thing that, you know, you can just enjoy, you can just turn your brain off and enjoy. It doesn't have to be some, you know, you don't have to compare everything to some stupid, uh, you know, pretentious period piece movie that, um, you know, you hold in such high esteem and high regard because it's an all of a stone picture or what the fuck ever. Like <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I do love natural born killers. Yeah, um, you know, everybody's got one.
1: Uh, uh I, w- I want to kind of jump back and I know you were specifically talking about Cisco and Ebert earlier, and I want to touch on something that I know is going to pop our, um, friend of the show, Sean, uh, you ever seen the movie Freddy Got Fingered?
0: I ha- It's been a long time, but I did. Yeah. 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 So
1: someone asked, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure it got like two thumbs down, thumb down from both of them or whatever, however it went. And someone asked him about it years later, and he goes, say what you want, but I remember that movie. <laughs> yeah. And that's part of it. Like kung-pow into the fist. Stupid as hell. Dumb fucking movie. I love it. Dirty Work, Norm Macdonald directed by Bob Saget. Yeah. One of my proud, like one of my top 10 favorite PG-13 comedies. Like there's just uh, and d- do you ever because I I used to, I did this for probably like four or five years. Do you seek out any of the best picture nominees or anything like that anymore?
0: No, never.
1: Did you ever, you never did
0: like back in like Oh three Oh four, maybe like when I was trying to like quote unquote unquote find great movies. Yeah. But then I was like, these are not movies that I enjoy. Necessarily. So like after I, I think my turning point was a uh, crash.
1: Yeah. I blind bought crash on yeah. DVD.
0: Uh, I'm like, I get it. I appreciate the novelty of, I, I like movies where the plot intertwines. Like there's stories that are interconnected, but, and I mean, it was okay, but I was like, Oh, I think that was like the first year that I was really like, oh, but I like this other movie better. And I started to kind of like lose faith in the system. And then when I was like, you know what? Like, you know, my, my two favorite genres of movie are. Horn. Uh, well, besides that, are uh, oh, horror okay. and comedy. And they are both. Criminally underrepresented when it comes to movie award season. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, th- there came a point where I was like, I need to, you know, think for myself and find the movies that I like rather than have like this, you know, uh, unknown people who probably already have their mind made up. Uh, present a list of things like some of my favorite movies of the last few years have like um, uh, Michael Keaton in the founder. Uh, Never saw that fantastic movie. Probably my favorite movie. Uh, one of my favorite movies in the last five or six years. Um, just uh, p- just a great movie, not nominated for hardly any awards, but it's fantastic. And, like, at, at that point, I'm like, yeah, I, can, I, I don't trust these lists that come out that are like, the Academy says these are the best movies. Nah, screw that. I don't consult them anymore.
1: Yeah, I I think I talked about this. I think, like, the last time I watched the Academy Awards was friend of the show Kyle and I were at Shamrock's having dinner and for some reason they had the Academy Awards on <laughs> at a sports bar. Um, but no, I mean, you know, and if that's your thing, that's your thing. It's not just mine. Um, one of the bigger things I want to talk about, not not bigger, but uh, game reviews. And specifically uh, yeah. how I go very, very far back and forth on how I feel about them now because so many games are rushed and they know they can either do day one or week one patches. And, you know, the video game industry, it's its baffling about how, like, corrupt the freaking video game industry is. There have been two strikes this year alone. Activision's still on strike. Blizzard was on strike, or not this year, but in the past like calendar year, the past twelve months. They about to get uh,
0: completely shaken up, though. I saw that news.
1: Yeah, which is insane, but like, yeah. And don't get me wrong. Part of it's the hype machine. Like, um, you you can't talk about this without talking about games like No Man's Sky and Cyberpunk that were just insanely. Overhyped for everything they are to the point where, like, I remember, like, catching, because it was whenever I had all that extra, like, GameStop credit, I was going to go in, and I was going to pre-order the, like, $90 edition of No Man's Sky, but they were sold out, and I was like, eh, I might try and find it somewhere else. I'm not that worried about it. Never ended up pre-ordering it, and the game got trashed. It was incomplete. It didn't have all the variety it was talking about. That multiplayer that they were promising wasn't there. Blah, 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 blah. Like, fast forward four years down the road, and now it's apparently this fantastic game, but it's like, I don't fucking care anymore.
0: Yeah, too late now, the window's closed.
1: Other games have come out. You know, Bethesda um, perpetually somehow manages to get these, like, fantastic reviews for every Elder Scrolls or Fallout game that come out. And I know Fallout, I know you love Fallout, but you have to admit, those games are buggy fucking messes when they they are.
0: And, uh, fortunately I've never had like a game-breaking or a really, really frustrating bug with them. Uh, I had one. my, My only bug I've ever had in a game that made me want to commit felonious assault on somebody was, uh, Batman Arkham City. Where... The game, mm-hmm. the game would, uh, at, it was the only the Xbox 360 version too, which made this even better. And it was, yeah, it was the Xbox 360 version and, uh, it would at random points, it would just delete your game save. And so I remember one day I was, uh, I was playing and then I stopped cause I was like, oh, I gotta be at work. And then I, I looked at my schedule and I was like, oh shit, no, I got an extra hour so I can play a little bit longer. And I turned the system back on and my save was gone. And it was like, and I was, I was like close to beating all I had left were the Riddler puzzles and I would have 100 percented the game. So I was like legit pissed. And I was like, I'm not going back and doing it again. Like I'm, I'm, I have zero interest in doing it. Um, so yeah. Um, I also, I am a firm believer in, um, if you, if you release a game and you need to have a day one patch, um, you shouldn't charge people full price for your game because, because that means you, you shipped out an incomplete game and you should get punished for that because it's not like. It would be the same as like you write a book, and the last four chapters, you you give them to them in a separate thing when you go to the bookstore. Like that's not. Now I don't I don't I don't like that I don't like that uh, uh, day one patch I don't have such a problem with day
1: one DLC that's also bullshit. I have a problem with
0: yeah also um,
1: or. You know, the infamous Star Wars Battlefront um, day one update that uh, uh. put everything behind a locked wall. It just put everything It put a bunch of shit behind this paywall that was already on the disc. And, you know, if say if you bought that game at retail price and then if you bought every single freaking download that was available for it, it ended up costing like $110. Yeah, that's which was just outrageous. Meanwhile, like, cause some DLC I'll give a pass to in a sense that like, um, or like special editions or, you know, pre-order deluxe edition bullshit like that. Like, um, far cry five. If you bought the $90 edition of the game, it came with far cry three, far cry, far cry, blood dragon, and, um, the arcade mode from the original first two games. Like, that's cool because you're getting five games at that point for $90. Yeah,
0: that's worth it. Yeah.
1: Um, but <coughs> if you're going to charge me an extra $20 to pay for something that's already on the disc I have, yeah. fuck you. Uh, yeah, that's a load
0: of crap. Like, uh, yeah. uh Mortal Kombat when they release new characters. I'm cool with it because usually the characters are super cool and you know, there's like, at one point they had like the Ninja Turtles, which is awesome. Um, and they'll have like, you know, uh, the Terminator and you know, like that, they, they have a bunch of cool, like that, that stuff is worth it. Um, fallout, you mentioned fallout before, but like their DLC stuff is worth the money. Like oh, yeah. when they have a new map, it's like a huge map and there's a ton of stuff to do that stuff worth it. Yeah. Unlocking characters that are already pro uh, I th- didn't, uh, wasn't there a street fighter game that did that too, where there were like characters that were locked and you had yes. to, you had to pay to unlock them. But they it was
1: either I think it was either four or
0: five yeah but like legit it was just like it unlocked content that was already on like you didn't have to download anything so that was a bunch of crap um, yeah, I hate that
1: um, but what you don't understand and I mean it's that's why like and trying to kind of tie this back into reviews and shit it's kind of why like, You know, the reviewer copies of Battlefront had everything unlocked. The reviewer copies of Cyberpunk didn't play like shit. Um, It's just, you know, it's not what makes it a them and, you know, all that crap. And the worst ones for me are uh, places that review block until the day it's released. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, okay, so you've sent this to reviewers and they formed an opinion on whether it's a movie, a game or whatever. They formed an opinion on it. They have written up something about that opinion and you're telling them they can't put it out until your form of media is
0: released. That's shit. Yeah, that's lame. I remember, um, back in the, like, this is, this is pretty much when I stopped with like, I stopped really paying attention to reviews in the, after the PS two era. Um, because like when it was, when I used to go to, there were two, there were two places that I went to for reviews. Cause they were like the only places that had reviews. There was IGN and there was GameSpot mm-hmm. and you had to go to like N64 dot IGN.com for all of their N64 stuff and like PSX Like that, that that's my era. Uh, so that tells you how old I am. Um, but it got to the point where it was like, I knew before a game would come out. Like I knew, you know, this game would get this score ish before it even, like I knew, like, oh, I knew, you know, Mario Party, whatever, was going to get a nine-point something. Like, I knew... I, You you know that certain games are going to get certain scores no matter what. And it just kind of became a thing where it was like, if it's a game that I'm interested in and, you know, I, I, I knew that I was going to play it anyway and so I wasn't waiting on a review and I like, that was kind of the turning point where I was like, Oh, like, of course that game got a nine or I got a 10 or a 9.5 or whatever. Um, and those were the games that got, cause they, they got all the coverage and it was the point where it was like, Oh, well, you know, you had to be nice and review these games really well because if you didn't, then they wouldn't send you any. Yeah. to review. So it was like, you knew that, you know, this game was going to get a nine because that's how they got their reviewer copy. Um, but like, and they never, like, I'll tell you a game that was super fun that got like no press or, or they got, um, like no publicity or anything like that. It got like a couple, like seven reviews or whatever. But, uh, there was a Nintendo 64 game way back in the day and it was called operation Winback. And, yeah. oh, it was so fun. And, like, it, it had a couple of, um, like, it had a couple of, you know, technical issues. Like, the cover system wasn't perfect. And, you know, it, the, the camera was, was pretty uh, average at best. Um, and, like, they crucified that game for those two things. And they gave it, like, sixes you know at best and they just ran it down but like you play it and it's super fun and it's like it's a different you know it's 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 a like an action adventure game it's it's a different take on that kind of genre but there are other games that have much worse cameras and much worse you know control and cover systems that because they were a a top tier title oh they get eights and nines uh
1: Metal Gear Solid 3 yeah, this one that really comes to mind is it was so bad. The camera system was so bad that they had to re-release it. Um, I can't remember. They got some other subtitle or it was like Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater subsistence or something like that uh, just to like because the cameras were complaining about so much. But yet when it got released, nines, tens across the board.
0: Yeah, because it's a a Metal Gear game. But, uh, yeah, Operation Winback because, uh, you know, the camera sometimes gets too close. Oh, give it a six. Give it a five because they don't have the money to, uh, you know, oh, well, they didn't send us a review copy, so blah, blah, blah. And it's like, man, which reminds me, I need to go on eBay and see how much that game's going for because if it's not that much, I might order one.
1: It's actually on the um, N64 Switch. Uh Rightly.
0: Yeah, expansion. Dang. Okay. Yeah, look, it goes for about twenty five bucks online. Twenty. It's 29. not terrible. It's not bad. Gosh, I remember that game. That game was so fun. I've been uh, I've been buying a lot of Nintendo sixty four games lately. Did you get Mystical
1: Ninja? No. Dead to me.
0: Oh. I got the, <laughs> I got the lot that had um, WrestleMania two thousand. WCW NWO revenge and uh war which I will probably never play, but, um, I need to see how much the original Mario party is going for. Also, because, good luck. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. It's like, it's also about $25. Okay.
1: Maybe two and three of the expensive ones. Then
0: yeah. Mario party one was probably my favorite. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to have to find uh, some Mario Party because that game, the OG Mario Party, that was where it was at. It'll it's, burn your hand. It will. See, here's here, uh, like, I'm dangerous now because I've got a Nintendo 64, four controllers, and disposable income. So, <laughs> you know, at uh, times, oh, need- they are a change in.
1: Do I need to send you a link to the, um, the people that made the wireless controllers?
0: Ooh, yeah, you do. That
1: actually, That actually have a better, like, two-handed layout. And yeah. when you have the spot for the memory card attached to what you plug into the N64?
0: Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> that would be much appreciated. Will do. Well, uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's how I'm spending my time. Is uh, I'm playing Nintendo 64 now. Yeah, and so I, I don't look at any reviews. I just buy the games that I want. Like to circle it all back is because I have. I feel like I have kind of outgrown the need for reviews that way.
1: So, can you tell me what you? Uh, is there something you got? like what what review really burned you? I'll tell can you think of one?
0: I'll tell you um and I hate bringing it up because I feel like we bring it up too much uh, okay, but I'll tell you the reviews that finally made me realize that I have no more use for movie reviewers in my life, okay. And it continues to this day because people won't shut up about it. And I know by me saying this, I'm going to be part of the problem. The 2016 Ghostbusters. Yeah. I, I had, you know, not really been that interested. Like I, I'd been like, I don't really care about movie. Like I know I'm going to like, I know I'm going to see a movie whether or not people say it's good, you know, whatever. Um, and going into 2016 Ghostbusters, I was like, I'm not expecting a whole lot. I'm, I'm expecting, like, I feel like I know what I'm getting into. And then reviews came out and they were like, oh, this movie's a masterpiece. This movie's great. You know, if, if, if you don't like it, there's something wrong with you, blah, blah, blah. And I went to see it and I'm like, this movie's not good. Like fundamentally, it's just not a good movie. And like, that was the moment where I was like, and I knew I knew it before, but it like, it cemented the fact that I was, I I said to myself, movie reviewers, it's literally just pushing an agenda and cashing a paycheck under the table, like getting paid under the table and, and doing favors for people that are, Hey man, give me a, give me a solid review. Um, because Looking at it objectively, I don't understand how people would give that movie a good score and or a good rating, unless there's some kind of corruption. Seems like a, a strong word, but you know what I mean. Like there's some yeah, kind I of flim flam going on, that tomfoolery. That, um, that was that was like the moment that I was like, I legitimately have no need to ever read another movie review in my life.
1: Uh, Mandy was a big one for me.
0: Yeah, it's not a good Um, movie. I,
1: I was so excited for that movie. The trailer, the reviews, like the early stuff, like people were saying it was one of the most innovative horror movies in years. And then I watched it. And then I watched it.
0: Not great. No. Not great. Uh, Mm-mm. So, yeah, I just, like, and and, and I know that, like, because you know, I even tried, like, I, I thought maybe if I was doing it too, that maybe I would open up, like, to the idea and, like, welcome back movie reviewers. Like, I tried to do a Letterboxd account and rate stuff, but I'm like, I can't do it. Um, mostly because I'm like the only people who would be reading this would be me and I know what I like so I don't need to write it down um, <laughs> so you know not a huge deal but um, and also I'm like no one really gives a shit about it. like if anybody wants to know my opinion about a movie they can ask me and I will tell them but that's about the extent of it Um, I'm I'm uh, and also, I don't have time. Like, I don't have time to be writing all my stuff out, and I got too much other shit going on. I got Nintendo sixty four to play, man. I'm, I got, I got a a full time job, a podcast, a radio show. Like, uh, man, I got too much shit going on. I don't have time <laughs> to write all this stuff down, man. So I just don't. Uh, I like it's hard enough for me to thumbs up or thumbs down a movie on Netflix when I like it or don't like it. Um, I don't ever do that. Uh, by the way, if you haven't watched uh, the first two seasons of The Mole on Netflix, you need to. I know, I do need to. It's so good. And um, but yeah, movie reviewers. I just I, like I. I just I yeah. Like sometimes I'll uh, if there's like a, an obscure horror movie that i'm like oh i wonder if this is any good like i'll I'll thumb through the reviews but i don't really like it's not gonna sway me one way or the other that if you know some doofus from who gives a shit.com doesn't like a movie (laughs) like it's not gonna sway me if i if, if they like it or they don't um and you know more often than not uh, you know, I'm, I'm like, like I said before, like I'm, I'm just out to have fun. Like if the movie's fun, I'm going to enjoy it. It doesn't really matter if it's got some, you know, deep message or deep, whatever storyline point that builds off of something else. And this is a, a flowing thing. I don't give a shit. Just like entertain me, make it fun, like whatever, uh, let someone else look for all of these diff- different deep thematic elements that I just don't care about. I'm a simple guy, man. I ain't judging. I ain't judging.
1: Play what you like, watch what you like. If you disagree with someone who uh, gets paid to write it, fuck them.
0: Yeah, like... Yeah, I, I just... I don't know. I, I, I don't know why you wouldn't just watch a movie and decide for yourself rather than, you know, like that's the thing that kills me is people who are like, no, I won't watch it because you know, so-and-so said it was bad. Well, why don't you decide? Like, why don't you watch the first like 20 minutes? And if you don't like it, then shut it off. Like we live in an era where you can just like abandon a movie at any point And, If you're like me, you spend more time flipping through the menus than you do actually watching something. That's true. take 20 minutes, take 15 minutes, and actually try and watch it. And if you think it sucks after the first 15 minutes, you're probably going to hate it the whole time. So just give it 15 minutes. And if you don't like it, turn it off. If you're like me, you've probably wasted 15 or 20 minutes on a lot worse stuff than a shitty movie. That's true. I mean, I'm the guy that I've waited in line at the post office twice in one visit. So I've wasted a lot of time in my life. I'll watch a crappy movie. Just to see if it sucks. I don't know. I'll tell you who's knocking it out of the park, though, is uh, Pluto TV. Pluto TV. Pluto. They've got, uh, first of all, they've got um, uh, the Unsolved Mysteries with Robert Stack channel, which just owns my life. Uh, They also have a shit ton of uh, the OG supermarket sweep on demand. Love it. And they have have a a horror and a thriller channel. Last night, the horror channel was playing um, Friday the 13th Part 2. And they have a cult films channel, which a couple nights ago was playing Chopping Mall. So they are, and they're free. It's free. So they're knocking it out of the park. And here's another pro tip. If you've got a VPN like me and you set your country to some crazy country (laughs) like Estonia, which is what I did the other night, you just Estonia. yeah, like I pick random countries just to see what happens. Uh, If you pick random countries, when I picked Estonia the other night, it skips all the ads on Pluto. Really? It fades out like it's going to break and then it comes right back. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And then when it gets to the end and it needs to fill the time, it just does like that Pluto screen like the normal, like the, like you're traveling through space screen that they do. Yeah. 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 But they don't do like regular ads. Like it fades out, like it's going to break and then it just comes right back. It's awesome.
1: Have I ever told you about the emasculating thing that oh, no. uh, PlayStation view would do? Oh no. So I guess they didn't have contracts to air like certain channels didn't have contracts to air commercials on certain streaming platforms. And one of those was Freeform. Okay. On PS view. So not only am I already watching pretty little liars, I'm watching pretty little liars. And every time it goes to commercial, all I'm staring at is a pink and purple screen that just floats the words free (laughs) form for three minutes.
0: It, uh, it really makes you reevaluate your life choices at that point. Doesn't it? Now, no, am I kidding? It's you and me. We don't care. We That's true. Care. We don't care. But what we do care about is now we've come to the end of this episode, man. We have Yeah. It's been a fun one. This is a fun one. I enjoy it when we have uh like when we can kind of we get a little bit of ranting in. It's a release. This is my this is what I do instead of therapy. So <laughs> You should try both. I know I should, but um this one no one actually gives me any advice on how to change my life. I just get to rant about shit. And then in a week I get to come back. It's fine. So, um, if you haven't seen our live show, you can see it. Uh, facebook.com slash TN two M pod You can find it under our videos tab. Uh, you can watch our live show in its entirety. It's a fun time. Um, once you watch it, send us a message slide in our dms tell us how you like it you can go to our red bubble store purchase uh any of our merch uh we've also added check this out i've done something different I've, I've done something new if you like what you hear you give us a like you give us a share you can also go on our twitter page twitter.com slash tn2mpodnet and we've got a little button on the top uh where you can give us a you can send us a tip you can send us. Uh, you can you can send us a Venmo. You can buy us a beer on Venmo or on. You can subscribe to our Patreon directly from our Twitter page. So uh, all of that, Twitter.com/slash/tn2mpodnet, or you can just give us a like, give us a share. if uh, You like what you hear. If you don't like what you hear, share us with someone that you hate. Um, we're not picky because we don't <laughs> like some of our listeners either.
1: That's true, but we do know you like what you hear, so, you know. Uh, true that. True that. If you want to join in the conversation on social media, hashtag FWB podcast.
0: Yes, join it in. On all your social Use media it. platforms. And if you want to be our lovers, you got to get with our friends. <laughs> you set me up, and I had to do it. That's true. That's true. Uh,
1: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the fun stuff. And as always, if you want to uh, really, really make our day, put the hashtag FWB podcast on your dating profile online. So, you know. Do that fair. Speaking of then, dating profiles. They have to watch the show to get it. They have to watch <laughs>
0: the show to get it. Go to our live show, and you can get Tinder,
1: that joke. Tinder, Grindr, Bumble, Hinge. Those are the main four I can think of off the top of my head. We are still not doing plenty of fish. No. Um, so, Yeah. Catch us online. Find us online. Watch our live show. Tell us how much you enjoyed it. Tell us how much you hated it. We can tell you to go fuck yourself. We will. Um, but. Oh, shit. I was watching something the other day and someone said GFY, but I can't remember what it was. Ah, oh,
0: yeah. Hashtag GFY. We got to add that to the store. <laughs> <church door. laughs> but my friends,
1: until next week, stay safe. Stay happy. Keep doing what you're doing. We're going to have a good week. You're going to have a good week. It's a brand new year. Let's have fun. Let's make it a good one. Thank you for being our friends with benefits.